This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Trondini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Let's get across to Terry and hear what hear what Terry's thoughts are. Because we haven't spoken to Terry in a little while. I think we've only spoken to him once this season. We normally have lots of fun with Terry, including chip shops and, and all sorts. There we go. Terry, how you doing, mate? Yeah, very well, mate. Very well. How are you boys? All good? Yeah. F- football notwithstanding on afternoons like this, but never mind. Yeah, li- life's going well, but the football's shit. One of them Saturdays again. Yeah, well, the, let's, let's face it. There are there are more important things going on in the world. But as we've always said, football has never been about keeping it in perspective. So we never have. There you go. Yeah, so, yeah absolutely. <laughs> what do you make, man? What did you think? I just think I didn't watch all of it, to be fair. I've started turning it off when I find it. It just looks too disastrous to watch. And as much as obviously I love being a Watford fan. Yeah, I just I sometimes just turn it off. Like I did, obviously, with the live feed that is forever a bit of a dark stream. It's horrendous. In fact, you're better off just finding a stream where you don't have to pay, if I'm perfectly honest. There's a few out there if you look. Yeah, I just wanted to say, obviously, I think this season, tactically, we look tragic. I don't think we've got the squad to get us anywhere in the top six or maybe even the top half. I'm still a bit concerned, and you might know or remember better than I would, Pete, but last year we had Bayo for the first six months of the season, and then we loaned him out to the club that he came from. Is that correct? Charlois, yeah. He went back there for six months, yep. And then we get a new manager in, and he then deems Bayo to be the adequate striker that we need. After a few games, he then decides he's obviously not, and we get in a Radjevic, and obviously... Initially, we were all going, hey, he seems all right. He's, he's he's quite tall. He seemed fairly strong for the championship. And obviously, that's not really the case, although he can header a ball, as we've seen. But it just worries me that someone like Val would, if last season Bayo wasn't good enough, why would he be good enough this season when we've lost Pedro and Saar, who were clearly our players that could get a nice ball to feet? And we, we don't really have that. Martins this year seems pretty good at stuff like that and loser when he can be asked to turn up. Um, but yeah, I just I think a lot of this has got a fall on Val now, really. I know we're all chanting sort of Pozzo out because he's 
running the, the club into the ground. But I think Val's got to take some real responsibility for this. None of what's being reported is visible on the pitch with us being more together. I don't think anyone looks together. The, the t- a team that looked together was years ago when Leicester won the league. And I know it's completely different, but... Mm-hmm. That when you go into battle with 10 other blokes, you, when Leicester scored a goal, all the outfield players went to celebrate. At the end of a game, and they obviously normally won, so they were happy anyway, but they all celebrated. They all looked impressed with each other. And they, they probably didn't all get on off the pitch, but on pitch, at least they looked like, I've got his back, he's got my back. Let's go and please the fans for 90 minutes. And it worked. But we don't have that. And we've got our captain is the goalie, which... I've never understood in football. A, a captain should be a midfielder. Middle of the park, can shout at the strikers, can shout at the defenders. A goal is a goalie at the end of the day. He uses his hands. He knows what he's doing. He's got to stop the ball going in the net. We've got to change that. I, I don't know. I'm talking bollocks again. But it, I'm just, no, 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 no. It, Come. it does concern me. I, I think fingers have to be pointed, as usual, when you're not playing well. You can't perform like that. Fans pay a lot of money to go we buy the kits we watch the game whether or not it be in the stadium or pay for a stream which I won't be doing again yeah do you know what things just got so bad a few weeks ago I've never really enjoyed rugby but I started watching a bit of rugby obviously because of the World Cup and my mate's a big Southampton uh, Southampton fuck's sake Northampton Saints fan so I ended up going and watching my first rugby game rather than watching Watford because I was like I need some entertainment anyway I'm like my mates. Like, look, Northampton Saints are a brilliant team, mate. We'll, they were pl- pr- playing Bristol. Yeah. He was like, "We'll smash Bristol." I was like, oh, "I'll be something to celebrate." They lost. <laughs> they lost. Yeah, I it's won't be Terry's fault. Everybody, we found him. We found it. It's Terry's fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But look, at the end of the day, my final thought is: at least we're not from that horrible place. A few junctions up the M1. So we're all going to sleep better tonight for that, at least. The football's shit, but we're not from up there. Very good point. Very good point. And these are, and we have to remember this in many ways, these are, and I'm not just talking about this season, these are the campaign medals that, that we as supporters win. You don't win a medal because you saw us go up. You you get them because you saw us avoid relegation or you stayed through this kind of malaise that we're currently having, this lack of something that feels like the identity that we have and that we relate to. And we've talked a lot on here about identity in the past and everybody references obviously, the great GT era as, oh, that's really our true identity. The answer is actually it probably isn't. That was at the very high watermark. Finishing second in the top tier, it's only happened once, for crying out loud. You can't expect that all the time. However, there is a level, a kind of a mean or an average, whatever you want to call it, where you think that's how we want to play. And I think Greg touched it on it earlier on. Lots and lots of keep ball with no purpose to it, no point to it. The point of possession is to move the ball into attacking areas to score a goal. Otherwise, you may as well simply thump it back to the opposition and go on, have another go at trying to break us down. You you can argue that whilst we've got it, they can't score for periods of time. However, you can see what we do and what happens when we have prolonged exposure to the ball. We end up giving it away in silly areas and doing silly things, which is a shame. It'd be nice to get a little bit better balance on that. I'm not necessarily 
going to call it identity, but it would be something. Terry, lovely to hear from you, sir. And I'm glad to know that you're a Jonah for Northampton as well as Watford. That's good to know. There's Terry, chip shot Terry, as we like to call him. Let's get across to, to Mr. Parslow, who I have to say, your dice have been called into question. The uh, the prediction league sees, sees John wobbling off all over the place with his backgammon set to various locales to make predictions. And to be honest with you, both you and Jarvis Cocker Spaniel predicted that goals were going to come aplenty this this weekend. But it doesn't look like it, it doesn't look like it happened. I can announce a corner flag <laughs> at this point. I, have, you, have you sacked you, the dice? <laughs> there will be new yellow dice performing the Rotherham on a temporary basis. Uh, they're not fully sacked at the moment. These are interim dice. In, interim interim dice coming in because these ones are clearly not working. Just the yellow ones, though, to, just to say. But yeah, we should see how it goes. How you doing, Peter? I'm doing all right. Can I just suggest that when you do finally make an appointment of the new dice, they should take the name Sean Dice. Oh, I'll get oh, me coat. Uh, anyway, where's that tumble uh, we've gone? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> never, okay. never mind. I was, I was thinking of a John Eustace quit, but I'll have to I'll have to work something else in then. That's true. Which will be quite good. Go on, so, mate. Uh, How did you see things today? Well, well, I, well I've had a good day. I because I I woke up quite early this morning and. My wife reminded me she was going to the theatre with, with the kids, and I thought, oh, I could go to Huddersfield. That'll be good. And then I looked out the window and looked and went, oh, it's wet, cold, miserable. And frankly, I just couldn't be asked, which I think sums up the Watford performance as well. So, yeah, I, I had a lucky miss, actually. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Performance-wise, uh, we chatted offline a little bit. But, I, yeah, I watched it with my dad, so I was able to go to him and, and be able to see a feed. Huddersfield, the same as you, Um and but we entertained ourselves by singing stupid songs to, just to keep ourselves awake for the game. But yeah, so it was painful, wasn't it? But I think what's happened is uh, it's hard to unpick, isn't it, really? I think Val has clearly tried to lock down and solidify defensively, and we've seen that since Livermore coming in. But in doing that, and, and by the way, I think that's a good thing, so so only mm-hmm. tick. But around that, we're just missing some quality up front, so... Yeah, so Rich, Rich123, uh, from the things he said over the last few weeks, has been spot on, really. Not to have a couple of your quality players on the pitch to unlock it, you know, is, uh, what's the right word? It's it's a sackable event in a way. I know, I don't want to vow sack or anything, because I think we, we've got to solidify down. But I think he has fallen into this. Uh, you saw his body language. He was not happy with it at yeah. all, because you could see that. Okay. It's almost like don't lose first before we switch from this almost like gung-ho is all going to be out of win or lose to a lot more solidifying. So I think we're still in this transition and clearly we've got to bring in something extra up front in the transfer window in January. I agree that the next set of games coming up after Rotherham looks scary mm. and we have to see where that goes a little bit. But yeah, but not to have Martins come on. and throw, I can only think him and Kone both looked at the weather and maybe there's some rumour going around that Coney may have missed the training or missed the and I feel like they tried to miss the game or something, got relegated to the bench. I don't know. Well, the, so the, suge- the suggestion that I saw put out, and it was that it was credited to, but I haven't seen it on his, was from At Lou Orns, but it wasn't on At Lou Orns that I, that I saw it. I haven't gone and was the fact that, again, another late for a meeting, so dropped from the side down to the bench in, in the case of Coney, which, you know, when we've seen, and credit to Andrew, he's gone into some of this and talked about some of this and 
some of the things that people have said is that they understand this isn't a question of you turned up late for work because the M25 is stacked. This is about being in the training ground and turning up late at a meeting at two o'clock when you've been there since nine o'clock. These are actual... A, la- a lack of respect, really, as much as anything, not just for the manager, not just for the management, not just for the ownership, not just for your teammates, but also to everybody who you are there to represent, which is surely us, the fans. And it just seems it, it just seems alarming that would be the case because Kone has played his way in and played his way past that, that attitude in terms of just giving us something at least that was a little bit more direct, a little bit more dynamic. I'm not saying it was the end of the world. He wasn't going to be getting a move to, to, to any of the big six anytime soon, but he gave us something that we lacked. And again, we lack that today. And Chat Fatadze got his chance and I, I don't think he took it at all. He didn't. He, I was watching him closely and, he was lost and so many times actually he was running towards the player with the ball he was moving himself into positions to be two yards three yards away from the player with the ball so he was closing in on some of the centre-backs bringing it out or other midfielders but not offering anything and then Kone did start to stretch stretch it a little bit when he came on and if he was late for tying his hair up in a bun again or something because he tends to do that while he's playing as well we need him and and then you've got lose you've got the loser issue right because we we need the he's a creative force but clearly he's out of form i don't think it i don't know if it's attitude or not but he's out of form so it was a nothing nothing performance is a massive big missed opportunity clearly it's just it's depressing but i, I, I do have another point on pot zone next steps though if i may okay. and, uh, can i just, just something hold, hold, hold that there because mm. here is a point and there are various places where you can go to ascertain and sometimes they are you know uh, corroborated and sometimes they're not about how much somebody's salary that they are on Loser is our biggest salaried player. I'm not going to mention the figure. You can go and Google it yourself, but it's a good amount of money to be being paid in any walk of life, let alone in the championship. Mm. And if we are, if he is at a stage where we are not playing him, that is a loss of resources having gone out for absolutely no no benefit coming back in. It's something that from a man management point of view, which is where I was almost alluding to, which is something that everybody credits Val as being tremendous at through the through the channels that, that we get fed these things, that this is he's very good at that and everybody likes him and everybody get that. Why have we got a player who is comfortably on at least 50% more than the next player, which is Hoot, why is why are we not seeing one the best of him, and secondly, why are we not seeing him at all? Because when we well, do talk about yeah. it, the manager's role, and I'm going back to a, a book when I was coaching, which I read, and it was manager chapter one, organizing victory, and that was that's the number one job description. And if we're not doing that, and we're five games unbeaten, so fair play, credit, and all of that, but when things aren't working, the buck surely stops in one place, doesn't it? Well, I totally agree. And well, and, and just two quick points on that. So mm. what, one was loser actually on the bench because I didn't. He was on the bench. He was named on the bench. Right. I didn't see him. So there you go. So you've got him not even in a game that really we, we would want to win and we're struggling to unlock something or do anything. Just doesn't want to, isn't even going to risk him. Yep. So that's a problem. And, and the other thing on the disciplinary thing. So I agree with the disciplinary thing. But then there's another thing of, well, it's not working, is it? They're not listening. <laughs> because what, if it, if Kone has fallen foul, that's the fourth person to fall foul of the rules. You can set down laws and rules and stuff, but if the idiots keep just either 
accidentally doing it or ignoring it. And then again, I agree with you. That's his job to be getting in the rear, carrying, what the fuck are you doing here? Right. Okay. If you've got to be a 15 minutes, you don't have a 15 minute window anymore. Now you have a, I want you here one hour before. Cause yeah. that's what I would do as a manager. I say, I expect you to be in here 45 minutes before you're meant to be, because you clearly can't work out a five minute differential or something. Cause so yeah it's, yeah, it's fine to have discipline, but when it's not working, something you you got to do it because it's clearly not, that's clearly not working. Yeah, very true. Sorry, so I, I interrupted you going in a direction with something far away. Well, yeah. So, so, so I think everybody knows. Hello, everyone who who probably wants to call up and want the potters out for this performance today. But and I've always been like the well, I really want to see what's happening, but I can see a, a roadmap to the potters coming out, and and I think we need to get our very own Selwyn John have a little whisper in Taylor Swift's ear because she's clearly looking to get into sport and there was rumours about getting into Notts County but I think if Elton can get that going and we can st- get her involved and we can start singing Elton John's Taylor Swift army I'm all for it just for that one reason yeah at that point I would be happy for the Potsos to hand over their reign but or, but clearly until that's happening I'm still saying okay let's see where it all goes but I, I always want to know what's next before before jumping into the fire with something else. Fair enough. Hello, but hello Birmingham, hello Everton, hello everyone else. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. Very, yeah, very yeah. much, very much. Well, I didn't see the end of the Birmingham result, but they were two up against Ipswich. Two, 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 two in the end. Oh well, there you go. Wayne Rooney does work his wonders in the end. Well, and Ip- Ipswich are having a hell of a season, having jumped up obviously the division. So there we go. Yeah, he was the manager I wanted last last year before even we got Rob Edwards so I think that was a miss Kieran McKenna I'm pretty sure we could have got him for yeah that uh, yeah with the right money but that was when he was in division yeah division one and then people were questioning whether he could do it in this division but yeah clearly he can yeah but that's momentum but yeah well done and everybody honestly I've had a sneak preview of the big Lebowski blue cheese episode and honestly if you can find a way legally to release the full... Oh, oh, we will indeed, um, in time. Just, or just gift it to everybody somehow as a Christmas present, because honestly, I have, I've laughed for a minute. It wasn't even a minute, it was second three, I think it was. So it's, it's absolutely brilliant. So on dark nights, when you go, fuck it, no draw. And honestly, if you want a coach, try and download it and get the coach driver to play it on your way home on the, on the coach. No, to, you really can't do that. Just to cheer yourself Don't do that. You don't need that. No, it's going to be it's going to be out on audio. We put it out to our friends on our, who, who support us, and John's included that on, on the Patreon side. And we've it's not a question of anybody missing anything. We will put it out. We'll put it out at a later date. But, but it's good to thank them because there's, a number of bits of things and stuff that, that they've contributed and help us help us bring the podcast out and forward which is wonderful john thank you sir we will chat soon no doubt excellent there's 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 mr parslow going off singing resplendently meat pie sausage roll come on watford give us a goal at one point i can tell you that was what he was doing hi i'm stephen gerrard and you're listening to do not scratch your eyes podcast many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey they can prescribe fda-approved weight loss medications like wagovi and zeb pound for those who qualify plus they accept most insurance plans to get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. 
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. <laughs> at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, my name's Rocket and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. What a belter. Let's get to the five words, because come on, it's a horrible night out there. It's very horrible. We all want to get down to the pub if we possibly can. Let's get to the five words. First of all, Colin Smith said, got a team of subs. Mm, Brian Edwards, Hive Live Masterclass, Wickham Forever. Yeah, come on, what forget the uh, get the five live, uh, get the hive live sorted. Um and it's yeah, Hive Live, I, th- I think, has a lot of places, uh, as, as, as a big place in a lot of people's hearts through the pandemic. It did absolutely keep us in touch. Emma and Tommy Mooney on there kept us in touch. Yes, it wasn't the same experience. Of course, we were all delighted to be back against Aston Villa that time, but did so well. It's a shame to just see it being basically outsourced with seemingly little or no care to people. Carl Campion, Cesspit FC still missing Morris. He's going to keep going on about Cesspit FC and Morris until he's back in. Cole is back again. He said even the end was disappointing. Yes, uh, Huddersfield got a corner, breakaway corner, and the, the ref didn't wasn't even having any of that. But I think as we heard already from, from Wendover, everybody was wet and cold. Just get it done. Ben says, uh, great point against Huddersfield's resis. Mm, yes. Carl Campion, another clean sheet for Backman. Uh, yeah, they really didn't offer much threat, but statistically that helps. It pushes him in the right direction. We heard what Ellie thought about him earlier on, which wasn't very favourable. But, you know, it, in, in fairness, he can only stop what's there and he did stop it today. Fair play to him. Paul Fianna Turner, sexy football, a distant memory. Cole Campion, five unbeaten for Cesspit FC. Oh, Carl, give it a rest. Peter Ryan, praying for Tom Ince's return. Yeah, Tom Ince didn't even make the bench today. Makes you wonder how late he was for that meeting. Brian Edwards says, win your home, draw aways. Dave Lavender, Dave's having none of this five word. Definitely not. It was just awful. We need two up front. Why doesn't he bring Healy on earlier? What does he need to do to get a game? 72% possession doesn't mean anything when it's in your own half. Huddersfield... We're there for the taking and we didn't take it. Two points dropped, just awful. And anybody who knows Dave knows he travels everywhere and he has every right to say it exactly as he sees it, as everybody does. Brian Edwards, Watford plumbers fixing leaky defences. Brian Edwards again, how late is Reese Healy? Yeah. Dave back again, we had nothing up front whatsoever. Yeah, by everybody was completely ineffectual. And I, I said at the start of this that it felt like people going out and doing games at school when you really didn't want to and it was a howling wind and just, you don't want to be there and it's raining and you don't want to be there and it and that was the attitude that we projected it just didn't feel like anybody wanted to be there um just poor gary how shit is reese healy how must he be dr dickie sutton ah oh, hopeless useless atrocious soulless and goalless dr dickie sutton appears in episode two of the world versus carl which is then followed by blue cheese brett they'll be coming out in the international break but dickie thank you sir we hope you found your goat he only he knows what i mean jimbo jaggin said should i go to leicester yes yes you should it's the most Watfordy thing in the world to be abject against Huddersfield and then be, well, yeah, let's face it, probably abject against Leicester. What? No, who knows? Did John Marks fall asleep? Asks Gary. Pete Ryan, wet box of fireworks that. Mikey Abrahams, mess, massive win for Mighty Wickham. I think he's persisted too much with the Hive Live there. Ben, Val's clueless, Bauble strikes again. Mark of Watford and England. Hey, Mark says two awful teams. I think as a summary goes, that's as close as it can possibly be. Louis Teixeira, long 
journey home. Boring game. Well done, sir. Well done. Oh, Dickie's back again. Hive live fucking shite yet again. Well done. Well said, Dickie. Well done. Don't hold back. He's, you can tell he's been on the world versus Carl. Well done. Harry, better striker left out again. Colin Hosier, good teams win those games. I don't think we are. I don't think we are a good team. I think what we need to do is be back where we were at the start of the season as more than the sum of our parts. I don't. I just don't think that's where we are at the moment. Jason Rose says no bravery on the ball. Very much. We were talking uh, earlier on to John with regard to Czech Fatadze or Dave, as we like to call him. You remember when he came into the side at the start of the season and we all went, oh, what have we got here? He's got that little kind of step over and roll, to, uh, roll his, his defender and go to the right and get a shot away. Where was that today? You're in the starting lineup. You're playing in the number eight position. And what we saw was a repeat from what we got of him at Sunderland, which was somebody who played completely within himself, which was just which is just desperate. Have we got a team full of impact subs, second half subs, as, as was said earlier on? Willie Eckers, like, hello, Ken, says, that was just fucking dire. We heard from Terry earlier on, said, sack Val, blokes a disaster. Peter Lee, unbeaten since Manga left club. This is true. Peter is always there to provide us some balance and some sage words. And this is true. And let's face it, when we look at the table, we do see the the basically the result of the results, not the result of the performances. Good point. Silgerman Alamate says, even with commentators, I would have fallen asleep. <laughs> David, plucky little Watford drawer away. Yes, you may be. Stick Valball up your arse, says Jason Rose. My arse or Val's arse? I don't think you're qualifying whose arse you want Valball stuck up there, Jason. I'm going to, I'm going to anti, I'm going to presume that you meant Val. Natasha Wright says, vegan bacon is more exciting. Oh dear. I don't believe, I don't believe those words ever left my lips. Vacuum Bio couldn't penetrate a porn star. I can't believe those words, just whatever. Smitty, do we really expect better? <laughs> yes, I think we expect better in terms of effort and intention. I think that's where we expect better. Do we deserve better? Those people who travelled today Absolutely, they did. Absolutely. They deserved more intent. They deserved more intensity. For me, anyway. Gary Selwood just says, yawn. Laura Gutea says, Wickham win on Hive Live. Everybody's taken to Wickham as their second team this season, it seems. Lewis is often shit, says Beat Joyless Jones. Hampshire Hornet struggling to trust the process. Yes, we have heard of that. Nero the Golden Boy says, holy shit, we're boring. Mark Carpenter, that wasn't a football match. Watford fan relegation trust Valerian says, boring draw away from home. Alex King, Bradford versus Wickham was good. We probably know more about that. We should start a, we should, we, we, we should start a podcast about that, Justin. Alan WFC, too slow and no plan B. Yeah, that was one of the things that, uh, Alan, that a, a lot of West Brom and a lot of uh, and a lot of Barnsley, Barnsley fans said was that there wasn't a plan B, but at the moment it feels like there isn't much of a plan A. It seems to be right. We go four three three, do what we do a little bit. It's interesting that when we saw the intensity after we'd gone a goal down to Millwall, and suddenly you have Reese Healy thrown on, he stops the ball going in the net at one place. Yes, he wasn't the person who was on the who headed the ball in equalising against Millwall, but he was in and around the box. The amount of times when we got the ball wide today, and you've got one person in the box along with 
dozens of Huddersfield players. So, so frustrating. Jimbo says, uh, no strikers, no point. Sorry, I can't be asked to use a fifth word. Well done, Jimbo. This is quality. Skylar Rose. Hey, Skylar says, boring, dull, crap, absolute rubbish. You see, Skylar comes on. That's what I like to see. Good, firm adherence to five words. Andrew Stockwell says, two very poor teams. The second very bringing him up to five. I like that. Simon comes on. Simon Watford FC says, total lack of ambition. He's on a four-word count. John Hancock says, two hours of my life I won't get back. Steve, attack a little faster, please. Vince Smith, play like you mean it. Dunny, drivel in the drizzle again. Very good. Labadaba Faud says, holy fuck, I hate Yorkshire. <laughs> That's very good. I like that. That's good. Neil Dean, that was fucking boring, he says. Harrow Hornet says, nice training session this afternoon. Neil Dean just puts in a procession of emojis, all with yawning, with the one exception of the one that's finally got to sleep. Kieran Doherty says, tactical disaster, absolute shit performance. Yellow 999 says, large bag of monkey nuts. And then Spike says, manager clueless. There you go. Nobody's calling for the manager's head. Can I just point that out before before we have people say, well, we've lost it now you've got to be yeah, it's not. It was not a good performance. And that's what's being that's what's being stated. Let's have a look. Brian Edwards has posted up something here. What's this? Guaranteed three points? Don't think so. Oh, I see. This was this was a oh dear, somebody suggested that we were going to get three points today, and that was almost a guarantee. Surely wasn't. As we heard already, the dice from John Parslow have been sacked. Cole Campion says the game was so boring. Sky Sports Soccer Saturday couldn't even be bothered with reporting on the game. This team struggles to score one, never mind two. Bring on the top six. Maybe Val is saving the bench warmer Healy for those big matches. Ben says abysmal performance. I'm now watching Newcastle versus Arsenal. It's like watching a different sport. Our plodders couldn't break down a second string Huddersfield. This coach needs to go immediately. He's devoid of any tactical ideas. And that sound of pop was me having said, nobody's calling for the man. There you go. Somebody has. Louis Tashira says, poor performance, didn't create anything really. Defended pretty well, but played against a poor Huddersfield side. A point on the road, but we need to get much better. Five unbeaten now, though, but still work to do. On to Rotherham. Gary says, weren't people saying all that the players looked coach and they are, they're being entertained by Valball? At periods of the season, I have absolutely said that. But the last couple of games, the last three, two or three games, we, we've got some results rather than the performances. That's what I mean about the looking at the table. John Parslow, hot dog and sausage roll, come in Watford, score a goal. And that didn't happen. Gary's back again. In the next seven games, we have Leicester away, Hull away, Southampton home, Ipswich home, Preston away. How many points there? We'll get to that. Justin says, that was apparently our first ever nil draw against Huddersfield today. So we did at least witness history of sorts. Justin, that is unlike you to see, to basically pinch a, a silver lining from a cloud. Normally, you're all about the cloud and not really about the silver lining. Mark Watford back, well, England back you know, again. Yeah. yeah. You have to, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. As we always say, form is temporary. Being miserable is permanent with Watford fans. Mark of Watford in England says, in fairness to the players, in that type of weather, your legs get chapped, your underpants get soaked, wrapped around your tackle, and your hair is ruined. It's tough to produce in those conditions, so cut them a break. <laughs> Brilliant. I have never seen anybody describe PE in the 80s as well as that. Excellent stuff. I think we all particularly like the underpants get soaked, wrapped around your tackle bits. That was excellent. Excellent use of the word tackle. Andrew RJ 
Argent says Watford versus Villa 2016. Well done, sir. Well done. That was the one we played earlier on with, with Deeney getting the equaliser off of the excellent and underutilised Berghaus. Hampshire Hornet, a performance like we've just seen at home against Rotherham next week, and that has to be it for the VI experiment. And yet more players late. Very true. Pete says, captains aren't just the person with the armband. You need characters and leadership amongst the whole team, not just a theoretical leader with a C next to his name. Very true. Very true indeed. And good point. Natasha Wright. Now, oh, Natasha's in for, for three or four straight here. This is good. Actually defied the statisticians with a boring nil. Wendover Horn, you are my highlight, and I'll hashtag you as my phrases to sum up today. Tippy-tappy and vegan bacon. She also says, at least one of the nicest chaps in football, Darren Moore, will be happy. And then finally, I'm determined to make vegan bacon trend as more exciting than today's game. Got to have something to smile about on a grim afternoon. Fair play. Cy Paris says, Harry Hornet is the best player. Carl then said, things that are more interesting than watching Watford and puts in a lovely gif of paint drying, which is nice. Tony Pozzo out, VI out, new owner in, John Eustace in. Fair enough. Alex King, he's, oh, he's good. He's good. 3-2, he said, Aston Villa, April 2016. Berghouse assist, I believe. Very nice. Mal, was it Bolton away? No, it wasn't. It was, as we just said there, Aston Villa. But Bolton, we only ever beat 4-3, I'm pretty sure. Dave Muggins says, well said, Rich WFC2. There was agreement with you there, Rich. There you go. you got to like that. Ellie, your captain should be an outfield player. Everyone knows my thoughts on Dappy Dan. Doesn't like Deppy Dan, she said so earlier on. Golden Goal says that the game was Aston Villa at home. Well done. This game had nothing, says Skylar Rose. Even that is a big statement. Did we even have a game plan today? Was it a staring contest out there about who blinks first? We actually began to grow into the game a little after the 83rd or so minute, but we never went even close to a chance. No plan. Nicely put. Jesse Hornet, just back on coach two. Why do we bother to travel to these away matches? Load of shite again. Well done for getting there and for shouting them out. Shouting them on. We know how long it had taken to get that away win at uh, at Swansea. Again, these are your campaign medals. Latan says, sackable offence if we'd lost. Skyler comes back and says, game comms was bolting away. No, it wasn't. That was the 4-3, if you remember that one. That was a good That was a good one, though. I like that. I like the fact that people are thinking it was something different. Ellie says, my mum's described it as a reset. She said, we need to go through pain to get better. Okay. There you go. Ellie's mum is the uh, is the voice of stability here. Whilst Ellie is marauding through the organisation, sacking everybody, Ellie's mum is calming everybody down whilst being a little bit sweary. Geordie Wax says, unbeaten in five, could be worse last season. We would have lost four of them. Fair play. Patrick Quinn says Villa away 3-2, Deeney double. No, it wasn't. I knew people would think it was the it was the Villa away one. It's, it was the home one in that particular instance, but good call. Labarda Fold says, why can I never hear these lives? Hear these lives? I don't know. I don't know. Ellie says, feel so sorry for the travelling fans. Let's finish with Derek Armson. Went to that shite fest today. So if I wasn't on a train, I'd be coming on tonight to voice my displeasure. I'm cold, soaked through and thoroughly pissed off. What a load of utter shit. Potso out now. Well, there we go. There we go, everybody. <coughs> it's been one of those games. It, it's odd. You were five games unbeaten and I think there have been times in this and the last few seasons when we'd have seen that as such a positive. And it has to be seen as a positive. But you can divorce the result from the performance. And I think today is one of those. I think that's just where we have to take it. We have to look to to Rotherham. This week we'll be recording on, on Monday night the opposition view with them. 
But at the end of the day, however good or bad the opposition are, that turn up and Rotherham are one place above the, uh, the relegation zone, I believe. We have to put it in ourselves and we simply aren't. We simply aren't. We need to see a response. We need to see a return. This week, one of the things that I saw on, on, on the Watford site was an interview with Dan Backman and he said, we won two fights in a row. That was the achievement, like that was done, like there was a sense of completion, and there isn't. This is the championship. It is unforgiving. It is relentless. It is about going again. It is not looking at it and patting yourself on the back and going, well, well done, we've done that. Yeah, you can for about five minutes because the next game is going to be coming at you and the next game and the game after that are just as important as the game you've just played. You've got to keep putting it in. So today... In fairness to Dan, he's got a clean sheet. He's got to look at that and go, yeah, okay, I'll take some confidence from that. The back five, the back three or four or five, or however many we had at the back at the time today, back two on occasions, again, clean sheet. But we need to see what we're going to do to go and unlock defences going forward. And thereafter that, in the international break, we need to make sure that we are set up well to take on what's going to be an increasingly difficult fixture list straight after against some good teams. Good night. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.